some of the paintings um, it feels like you can you can just look at them and you're not really interacting with others it feels like they open up I mean one one painting I made recently um, I don't know if in, if I really liked it particularly and I put it away because I needed the space and I you know I don't want to um, be almost overwhelmed by lots of work in the studio because there's already so much going on in my studio anyway so I put it away and uh, and, and I think I had uh, somebody visiting so I took it and put it on the wall um, and others as well but um, I've, I've got this uh, sofa this couch and uh, when this visitor or I can't remember who it was when they left the visitors um, I, I lay down and I was looking at this particular painting um, of which I wasn't so sure and it just opened up. It was so incredible. And I thought, wow, this painting that I didn't like this much, it just opens up like a flower or like, a, I don't know, like a book, you know, that you, you, you start reading and then you go further and further like a story. And other paintings, they like you were just saying, they just there, and you look at them and you think, okay, right, um, I, I sort of get it, or it's like a presence, but you don't really necessarily interact. Whereas this other painting, um, that was very peculiar, and I started to really, really like it. Um, so I think it depends on the painting as well. Um, but it was curious. I uh, I was quite impressed because it made me realize that sometimes it's really worth spending a little more time looking at finished work, you know, maybe putting it away um, and and start working on other stuff. But then, you know, at some point, take it out again and hang it on the wall and look at it again. Yeah, that's cool. Like, did it become a little more animated, I think, you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to another Artcast Revisited episode. This recording features a conversation between Sabine Tress and myself. Sabine was originally on the podcast four years ago, as well as part of the mixed media tapes back in 2015. This time around is a bit more of a collaboration between Sabine and I, in that we came up with a few questions for each other, two of which were shared via email ahead of time. The remaining questions, along with one joke question, were kept under wraps until interview time. In this conversation, we discussed changes in our work over the past four years, what our current work is doing, how looking at our work changes with time, and how a little bit of zen, in the right measure, can work wonders for studio life. And more. I'm your host, Philip J. Mellon. Thanks for listening, and welcome back, Sabine Tress. Sabine, I wanted to welcome you back to the podcast. Yeah, hi, Phil. Hi. It's good to be back. Oh, thanks. I've been waiting all these years. <laughs> I sense a song coming on. I can't hear it. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> I just thought, 
Maybe I'll edit one in. <laughs> okay, we just pretend the song is playing. Yes. Okay. Every, every good podcast um, has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so. Um, I've prepared um, my questions for you. Okay. Okay. So, um, should I start or? Yes. I start. Okay. Um, so, um, I don't have to start uh, like, with the first question, so I could start with number three, couldn't I? Of course. <laughs> um, so, uh, question number three is, <clears throat> how important is it for you to look um, at other people's work? Um, um, just, that, just a quick uh, explanation, um, because um, I remembered uh, seeing this documentary about Gilbert and George, and it was of course very interesting um, as such, but they were saying uh, that they never want to look at other people's work, they really try to avoid it, and that really struck me, it was really... Um, it was really awkward to be so withdrawn and yeah. uh, to choose to be to live a very isolated life you know because like we know when we paint or when we make art we are already by ourselves and um, and they were saying no no we don't want to get our head um, you know, we don't want to get too many influences. We don't want to look at other people's work. We want to stay in our own heads and with our own ideas. Um, and that struck me as very unusual. Um, so, so that, that's why I'm asking, because it's I've never heard anybody saying that in such a radical way. Yeah, I think lately, uh, for me, I think it's important to, to work on a series without looking at other people's work. I try to get a number of paintings okay. get going or finished. Um, I kind of agree with that, but to, to switch it a bit, like I said, to continue working on a number of paintings, and then once you feel perhaps uh, dry, then then look at other people's work. Yeah. And, and but, I can, yeah. Like process time is important, like in between say a series and I never really thought I'd worked on series before but and they were also very different like I'd have a group of paintings that almost in my eyes didn't really relate to a previous series but um, so the break the break to look can be uh, you know too much of an infection as well but I don't think it's a I don't think it's totally bad because then you can kind of figure out like to communicate in a different way with with another artist and you get inspired and surprised and um, I think ultimately you have to be one with your ideas and maybe get centered every now and again and the space between I think is important for me between yeah, say looking and working because um, yeah. you'll filter it out you know you'll translate it but the, the right amount of time has to go by before you're ready to do that or I shouldn't say you as in people but uh, you know me in general but that means you have to be quite disciplined because um, I mean of course, I can only talk about myself, but I know with all the Instagram, all the images on Instagram or on the internet or wherever, but especially the, the digital images, um, it's so hard not to look at other stuff. I mean, 
you can avoid not going and see an exhibition or a show, of course, but because of all the digital stuff going on, it's really hard. I feel it's really hard to switch off, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. But I think maybe more so, <laughs> and, you know, I'm kind of a hermit myself, but I think probably the most pure of influence or looking probably comes from nature or how, like, interior spaces are designed or laid out. Uh, architecture or um, or just sitting sitting in a park for a while looking yeah. at the water or something you know because that's not those are created in different ways it's not about an image it's about an experience I guess you could say I agree yeah and those that's probably the most sincere and like honest way to receive something that's not gonna like steer you wrong or take you away from yourself in in a way that's a hindrance, I guess, or, or like a, a hurdle for you to get over in your own creative process. It's very zen. Yeah, it's it's hard to incorporate <laughs> that sometimes, yeah. Because everything is so busy and the digital stuff and if you're like attached to devices like I can tend to be at times a little too much. But then it's tough because then if you're, if you're working so much and you don't see what others are doing, the community can suffer. Yeah, but you have to, like you were saying, you have to um, struck a, a, you have to have a, a find a good balance. Yeah. It's not, it's not, um, it's a difference when, but like you were saying, you know, during the working process, you want to stay uh, sort of clean and focused, and and then afterwards or in between, you can look at other things. But it's true, I I know what you mean. It's um, it's all about balance. Is it okay. my turn for a question? Or? Uh, yeah, you ask. Oh, me? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, I, I mentioned nature, and I just wasn't sure, like, with your with your newer work, which is somewhat mark-based or stroke-based in a way, I was wondering if, like, where that inspiration possibly comes from. If it's external, like, did you give way to, say, natural influences, or, like, how... Was that poetic for you or organic? Um, I can. I, I think there was always elements of, um, you know, of nature in my work, and and now I, I see what what you're referring to. But the weird thing is that I don't look um, deliberately at uh, the outside or or nature at all. So sometimes I wonder myself where it comes from, you know, is it like unconscious or um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really, all I can say is I don't look at nature. I don't draw, I don't take pictures. I don't even walk around a lot outside. Uh, I do in the city, but I'm not in, I'm not like I used to. Uh, in the forest or whatever I, I don't do that anymore um, so I don't know where it comes from the only thing is that when I grew up I spent um, a lot of time in um, in my parents um, they, they had a really or they still have a really big garden it's really wild yeah. and it's huge uh, it's like a jungle it's um, it's quite uh, it's really wild and um, until the age of 16, uh, I spent all my holidays there <laughs> and all my weekends. We never went away on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and um, and I, I spend a lot of time. Uh, that's true. Um, walking around with my brother, you know, building things and uh, building houses, tree houses, and um, maybe it stems from that. Maybe it comes from that. Maybe it's something. It's something old. Maybe it's something from my childhood. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. They seem pretty like focused and personal and like solitary, um, like like recording something. Like whether you were counting down to a certain event, and with each stroke it was like another day or another moment, you know. And maybe I'm just you know reading into it too much, but it seems very um, like slow, and you know because I feel yeah, like okay. yeah. yeah, I feel like um, like life experiences can go by so fast and. You can be somewhat separated at a time, and when you're trying to record it, especially with devices now, that when when painting happens, it's probably best to be slow. And it's true. Um, the before you know when we spoke last time, I think I was starting to use oils, but it was a very beginning. But um, for for a very long time, I used acrylics, and I worked a lot faster. And with oils, um, the process is a lot slower. And it, it's just, I mean, there's a lot of advantages to oils, I think. And I'm really glad I switched. But but um, maybe that explains as well why it's a lot slower and more focused, um, the result. Uh, it's just a different, it's a different uh, approach, I suppose. Because the acrylic state, the, the paint, it dries quickly. And then uh, you can just like paint it over and paint over it again. And it's very liquid. Whereas the oil paint is um, is the opposite, and it dries really slowly and uh, it's quite thick, creamy. It's it's just very different. Maybe that's part of it. They're very physical. I feel like not that all art needs an explanation, but I I don't ask for too much from the new work for you from you. Yeah. It's it should be slow for the viewer too. I think. And I, th I just think it is like it possesses that, so um, to truly get it in a way, even if just for oneself. And I, I really yeah. enjoy the scale, which I think is, you're mainly working like me medium to small scale. Am I right? Yeah, it's going to be interesting once I'll start working on bigger formats because right now the medium formats, it's already like a challenge. The small formats, um, they're sort of easy now. I can I can handle them. But the the medium formats, they, it's more of a challenge. And the bigger ones, um, I'm I'm curious to see what will happen because I won't be able to work the same way. I probably need bigger brushes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and bigger brushes mean more oil paint. And um, but um, yeah, let well, we'll see. We'll see how it'll work out. Do. Does the new work have like more of an intent in a way, like, like with with say control or, and then how does like um, result? You, um, do you mean that I have uh, something in mind and then I'm I'm trying to express it? Yes. Um, no, no. All I'm trying to do is work. I'm trying to restrain myself from working too fast. Um, from making too f to decisions um, that are too quick, and, and uh, I'm also trying to reduce color. Yeah. So 
that's it working slower uh, uh, trying to think a bit more not just work in a very impulsive and spontaneous way um, and use less color um, just to try something new because uh, it feels like uh, I have to you know like we said like in the last interview or I do think we did that has to be or at least that's what I said I want it to be a surprise and sometimes it's like I'm getting too familiar with the way I work which is also very comfortable in a way but on the other hand I want to surprise myself and um, I want to try out new things and experiments even though there's a tendency to stay with what you know is best uh, and um, and so I'm trying to restrain myself, um, but I don't have particular ideas that I'm thinking I'm trying to do this or that or combine this and that. I mean, there's always like um, some sort of knowledge that we have, I suppose, from previous paintings. Yeah. What we learned and uh, what went wrong. Sometimes we remember, sometimes we don't. Um, so you can't really switch to zero and start I mean when I say every painting is a new painting it's not really true I mean of course it's a new painting and I'm trying to be fresh and uh, aware and um, I don't want to fall into a trap uh, repeating myself but on the other hand uh, of course I have to admit that there's been lots of paintings before that before beforehand and uh, <coughs> sorry and um and so, uh, yeah, I think it's a combination, you know, that there's stuff going on in my mind um, that I like to control better. But on the other hand, I want to let go as well. It's um, it's always like, um, yeah, it's not that easy. It's not that it's it's really difficult to to make things to, to things happen that just sometimes I want to let them happen on the canvas and on the other hand I want to control um, a bit more so like we said earlier on it's, it's the balance Sabine's next question for me was about my collage work and if and how they influenced the paintings that came afterwards your latest work obviously doesn't look um, completely new but it has changed um, because, or wouldn't you say, because there's um, geometrical shapes combined with uh, more loose shapes or forms um, that look more painted, whereas the other um, geometrical elements that look like um, they were already there and you reacted to them. Or, the, or sometimes it's the opposite, but would you say that maybe you were influenced by the collages you were making before that, or do they have anything to do with the new work at all? Like in 2016, I made almost the whole year I worked on collages, and I did very little painting, and I think that pointed to the fact that I wish I was a builder of some kind, just okay. like, a, you know, how they're assembled. But they can grow, like which I thought was cool after a while. They grow in almost like a circular fashion. Yeah. Like kind of start in the center and um, 
And I think that after that, that's when most of the geometric shapes made their way into my paintings, probably because of that experience of wanting to build again, but yet changing the medium is so... Because then you have the, the frame of the canvas to work with, and sometimes that's difficult, because with the collage, they can get as big as they want to get. Yeah, true. And as organic as they want to be. Um, yeah. So, and I think that where I found the organic part was working in, like, layers and letting some of the, whether it's a dry brush or not quite enough paint or, um, and then working over top of that opaquely with, say, some geometric shapes. But, that, you know, that was shortly after the collage work, and I hadn't really worked for a while, and then I started painting again, and um, they got, they definitely got a little more organic, and, um trying to like reacquaint myself with painting and maybe do something a little bit different but yet revisit some things like as like trying to create like a central figure if you will on the canvas that was influenced by the collage work I believe um yeah and you know the ge geometry is just fun you know I mean uh it's nice to get a hard edge next to a you know a wispy sort of illusionistic space if you will um, I always find that kind of interesting and fun. Yeah, uh, but it's also a nice way to react to, isn't it? Um, because if you have geometrical shapes and then you paint with a paintbrush, the um, the contrast is quite it's it's quite good. I don't know how to describe it um, because. I'm, I mean, when you work in non-representational work, uh, so non, not, not figurative work, you always try to create, or not always, but we do, I think. Um, so not all abstract painters do, of course, but um, I think you and me, we're trying to create um, or provoke a contrast. Yeah. And I think... Um, it works really well with the geometric shapes um, and it's so rewarding or it's so it can be it's playful um, and geometrical shapes that have a different sort of quality to them if you use you could also use um, well like I do try and use painted surfaces and oh, I'm getting I'm too complicated um, um, what I'm trying to say is, I can I can see why geometrical shapes um, are a fantastic tool to create um, tension and uh, contrast. Yeah, contrast is good. Um, I think it's like the hand, or maybe like sort of a little more man-made, like because you know when I make a lot of the shapes are you know I tape them out, so that the, that creates a hard edge, and that's I'm yeah. a little more apparent with that. Because it's, yes. you know, it's, it's physical in a different way. And it's, it's not really about paint in some way. It's more about um, like shifting that illusion from one thing to the next. Like you said, contrast or like a, a juxtaposition or a duality that without one, you can't have the other. They wouldn't, you know, they sort yes. of wouldn't, wouldn't exist. Yes. Whereas if there, there's no geometry or no geometric shapes or no sort of like organic sort of atmosphere, then... It can get like, oh, I've seen that, I've seen that somewhere, not in another yeah. person's work, but just like within the canvas itself, just within one painting. If you remove one or the other, it t takes away that vibration. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. It will also be interesting to see what will happen if you blow up the geometrical shapes. You know, like if they take over the composition. Yeah. <laughs> the conversation continues with me asking Sabine about the changes in her own work. So I, I personally feel like your work has changed recently. Maybe it might have been as long or as short ago as like a year, but uh, it was exciting. And uh, I was wondering how you feel about that. Do you feel like it changed? Um, yeah. Like I was saying a little bit earlier, um, at some point, I don't know how, I really wanted to, I just wanted to change my working process, but not um, tremendously, not in a very radical radical way, but um, I wanted my work to change slightly just to see um, what it would look like, for example, if I'd use less color um, yeah. or if I don't work that fast. And um, and in the beginning, I was quite worried because I thought, well, I, I don't know where it will go or it's not me and... I don't know, and and very slowly it happened almost by itself. You know, one thing led to another, and there was a few accidents and a few um, conscious decisions. And uh, it was really good to realize that um, it can evolve almost by itself. You know, if if you let it happen, if you if you really want it, I think um, I'm not trying. I'm not being very clear but um it was good to 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 realize that i was un, a bit unhappy uh, and lost and i managed to make things um happen i managed to change things um and it was a very satisfying feeling um to realize that it's not very concrete it's not very precise it wasn't very precise in my head what I wanted to do, but I wasn't happy with how things were at that point. And uh, and then eventually something new or something different came out of it without looking completely different. You know, it's not you you. Do you know what I mean? You can you can see that it's my work. It's not completely different, but you can like you were saying, you could see that something had happened. And uh, and I'm quite glad because it means. Um, that lots of new things are possible if you allow them to, um, and if you take a challenge, you know, and it's very easy to say, yeah, I like to experiment and uh, this and that, and every painting is a new painting, like I was saying beforehand. But um, to to come to a point in your work, because I'm, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time now, and to realize, okay, I like what I've been doing, um, but I want things to be different now in a way, you know. I want. I don't want to change completely, but I want to change certain things. Um, and for for um, and and that that it was possible. Um, that it's really great. It made me feel very happy. Yeah. So I'm I'm quite pleased, but it doesn't mean that it's become a lot easier. And I'm still asking myself a lot of questions, and probably asking myself too many questions. But um. Yeah, but um, it, it's it's. I think it's it's going to be all right. Here comes my next question. Okay. Okay. Um, 
we were um we were, we were saying um that we can uh, ask a joker question okay but i want to ask it now all right fair enough <laughs> even though we're not at the end of our interview <laughs> um but bad don't worry um so the question is if you could um steal or buy with a lot of money um any kind of work uh, what would you want you know if if somebody say look here's the key to the museum you can take any painting but just one painting that you want yeah, or somebody yeah. gave you lots of money um what, what do you have you got any ideas what you would like to have well <laughs> 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 or, but you did say steal, so that could be interesting. But we'll go with the, yes. the fact that someone gave me a lot of money. Um, well, maybe oh, something. Maybe feel... I was gonna say Howard Hoskins, but I really—it's hard because I—I I feel like there's two sides to me: the one that wants to build things, like I said earlier, and the one that wants to paint. Um, yeah. So, I'll uh, <laughs> probably something by Richard Tuttle. Okay. Yeah, and I can't think of, there is one that, I don't know the title of it, but it's, of course, it's hard to select one, but there was a lot of, like, this construction with, almost looked like balsa wood, do you know what that is? It's like a thin wood for architectural yeah. models and stuff, yeah, um, and it was, it almost looked like a plane of some kind, but it appeared to be very small. I haven't seen it in person, sadly, but, uh, you know, on the grand old internet, uh, and it looked like a either a boat or some kind of airplane, and there were, like... Okay like uh compartments to it and then the front had like a like a triangular piece that that stuck out which made me think of a nose of a plane or or, or a hull or something but uh yeah and it, it, there's a lot of green like some of the areas were painted in green you know say call, to call it a multifaceted box airplane thing okay. and yeah and it was on an angle on the wall and hopefully that was the way it was intended but it was sort of pointing down i love his work uh um, I, um, I, I've, I went to see his work recently, it was a really small show in Cologne, but that was the first time I'd seen his work in uh, person. And before that, I think I never really, I, I mean, I knew his name, but I never really um, looked at his work. But um, it's some of his work, it's, it's not all of it, but some of his work is really fantastic. So I totally understand um, yeah. that you'd want one of his works because... Um, yeah, they seem that um, they're so evident, they're so uh, obvious. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, have a sort of uh, straightforward kind of, like, smarts to them, and yet they're Yeah. Fun. And you look at it, and you're like, God, uh, what? <laughs> like, I wish. <laughs> I just wish. <laughs> yeah, <That's true>. And then also, I just thought of uh, Lois Dodd would be nice. Say again. Have one of her paintings. I I feel like what I've seen lately in some of my mark making just made me think of her, and I thought, wow, I should really, uh, for one of those in between times, just sort of try and study her a little bit. I just cheated. I I said I said three artists, so <laughs> <laughs> I broke the rules. Interview over. No. <laughs> I get no. off that easy. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay, man. so how about I turn the question around to you if you had 
to uh, steal or were granted some unlimited money, what would you, what would you purchase? Um, Philip Gaston. Oh yeah. Yes, because um, I saw um, I, I saw a show a few years back, and um, I was totally impressed uh, with uh, especially his figurative uh, works. And um, it just took my breath away. I, I didn't expect it to be um, so strong, that experience, but it was, I, I can't even put words to it. It was just uh, incredible. So I think if I had a painting of his, it would, um, it would help me to become a better person. <laughs> 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 so please, please. Give, give, please make it happen. Yes. Yes. So you understand, and, and but by now you understand. I do really seriously need a painting by Philip Guston. Oh, I do. Now I changed my mind. <laughs> you do too, but I do too. So we both need a painting. I mean, let's say let's steal two, and I give one to you, and I keep one. Hey, that sounds good. I like it. I'm going to get a lot of paintings out of this little scenario, this little situation. <laughs> I don't know if I have the room in my apartment, but... Oh, but you get, um, you get an extra, um, you get an extra, like a showroom. <laughs> but it's your own private showroom. Nobody can ever go there, just you. I got to make some of the money back, so I'll charge admission. <laughs> <laughs> Buy more paintings. <laughs> so was that oh yeah that, so now it's my turn right yeah because I answered the question correctly by uh, just <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed I just said like Philip Gaston right you, you weren't floundering at all like I was mm. yeah but it was your question you were prepared for that so yeah true very true yeah. all right now I'm going to give you a question you're not prepared for okay all right, I'll go for my uh, silly question. Okay. <laughs> if you, Sabine, could eat paint and survive, what color would you choose? <gasps> That's obvious. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> now, <clears throat> excuse me. Would this be a pink that you would mix up or right of course, out of the two? I would, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't just buy it. I would mix it myself to get okay. the, the, the right tone. Okay. Now, yeah. the second part of that question is like, in what fashion would you eat it or incorporate it into your diet? Uh, I would drink it. <laughs> drink it um, with a straw. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't like straws in, uh, in drinks, but, um, but, but I think pink paint, I would drink it with a straw. Okay. In a transparent uh, plastic cup. Naturally. <laughs> now, okay. Acrylic or oil? Acrylic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you're desperate for me turning the question around. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so what, what would be your color? <clears throat> Well, it would be right out of the tube. And out of the tube? Oh, definitely. Really? Yeah. And uh, again, I, I have a, a hard tube? time picking. I'm sorry? 
Like toothpaste? Yes. <gasps> <laughs> so either King's Blue or Naples Yellow. Oh. And I'm thinking maybe. Uh, what's that? Yeah, but it would be nice. It would be nice to combine it. Yeah. But then you're not allowed. Yeah, it's either or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, and I'm thinking like probably I feel like it should go either on waffles or uh, ice cream. Oh. You know, maybe the the waffles because then I could kind of scrape it with a knife and it would fill in all the nooks and crannies, you know, little compartments. <laughs> <laughs> I and then, I see. And then it will look somewhat like a uh, Richard Tuttle. Oh. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> but so, is it? would it be the yellow or the blue? I think the blue. If it's going to go on a waffle, then a blue. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, to create the most possible contrast. <laughs> yes, it's going to have more of a pop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so, um, I'm checking my questions. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, next question is, in order to work, to be able to work in your studio, do you need a um, particular setting um, that also, um, that also might mean that, uh, do you need, you know, um, certain rituals or do you need Need a kind of music? Do you need to, um, do you need to be the space like it's been? Uh, could you imagine working somebody else, somewhere else? Like if you had a residency, or if someone someone said, "Look, um, you can have my studio space uh, forever or for a few months." Months. Uh, would you? Would that be easy for you to switch? And what do you need? to feel comfortable to start working? I mean, it's, it's like two questions, really. First question is, um, what do you need to start working? What sort of rituals, what sort of music, light, um, whatever? And could you imagine working somewhere else? I think in order to work somewhere else, it would have to be, I imagine that, uh, like as in the middle of a series. Right. Rather than just at the end, because then that would be too much of a shock, I think. There has to be some kind of transition that's working for me. I don't transition from one thing to the next very well. Okay. And if I do, there's some time involved in between, but like to just switch so so quickly or abruptly, um, there'd have to be something that guides the transition. Um, but I think if I were to have another space, I'd want to work bigger. I think I haven't done that in some time. And to, to see what, you know, see what would come of it. Especially with the last few years, I painted a lot for myself and more than I ever have. And so it'd be interesting to see what a bigger canvas would do. Or even being able to like make a bigger collage would be pretty cool too. Yeah. You know, to have more wall space. I don't have much wall space right now. but And uh, more often than not, I'm playing music and that's important. Because I always try to make a playlist or uh, pick, you know pick certain music that I feel like what, what kind of mood I want for the day or for the painting session. And I'll stick with that for a while. And, and then sometimes I try without it. And, but more often than not, I have mostly some, some music playing and I have to have like a nice setup 
like a nice table, like yeah. sort of to my right, you know, I guess because I'm right-handed, you know. Um, and then as much as I can have open space around it. And, and actually okay. recently I've, I've done like a zone where I have like my painting area and then my collage area and that I, it wasn't as organized in the past. So, so that's kind of interesting and helpful. But do you, can you do, can you actually uh, work on collages and, and paint at the same time or not, not at the same time, of course, but like, or do you have, uh, do you go through periods like you were saying 2016, all you were doing um, were collages or almost, and now you switched back to painting or can you do uh, tomorrow, could you do of collage and on the Tuesday you could do a painting or do you have to what I mean yeah um, I don't usually do that but I think that would probably tie them together a little bit more okay but the, there's a struggle with the shift of uh, just the mechanics of it yeah because um, like I, I think I was saying that you know the collage can grow so organically and there's no boundary <gasps> and then with the painting you have the, I think that it takes more paintings than it does collage to, um, mm. to get through and ideas. Yeah. You know, cause you have that boundary, you have that rigid restriction of the, the, the frame. And, and I think that in order for me to deal with that a little better would probably be to paint larger. That way I didn't have to, uh, and yet the small, the, the medium to small, works for me because lately I've been painting like a central figure, if you will, that could be either portraits or even if they're sort of breaking up a bit. Um, but I, I've considered masks or, or heads or of animals or, or people. And I want to do that more. I feel like it's starting, starting to make sense to me, but, um, to just consider that more. But you, you, are you talking, you're not talking about painting or color? Painting. Yeah. Yeah. Shifting the painting. And that's that influences coming from the organic sort of like boundaries of collage, and then right. just to put a frame around it. I, I hope to make it not. I hope to make it um, not as abrupt of a shift, you know, even if just for myself. But ultimately, would you say it's harder to paint than it is to make a collage, or is it impossible to to to, to say one is harder than the other? I feel like it's easier to focus on a collage, maybe because you're leaning over it and uh, it's like a multifaceted thing, like where you're cutting and you're, you may measure or you may just cut out a piece of paper and lay it down. And um, I think it's more forgiving, maybe is the right word, because you know I can lay a piece of paper down and then take it away. Yes. And if I lay if I lay paint down, then I gotta either scrape it or paint over it or wait for it to dry and then do something different or. Um, yes, I so agree. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, you know, that's just sorry, sorry. a study, like a different kind of study. Yeah, and also it feels like with collages, there's already something there. You have, you know, like you were saying, you have things that you can move around and take away and add to a certain point. Whereas right. with paint, with a painting, you, um, it's different, the process. Yeah, it's like it's taxing the collage, but, but there's like the, I mean, they're almost so different that, you know, to, to even, uh, try and compare them is tough for me, but cause I think with the, 
the collages are so much more shape oriented, even though there may be a pattern within the say the shape, but still the the border and the the boundaries of the shape is even the way you you attach it, it's just like um I don't know like you're kind of pressing them together rather than like working in layers. I mean, there's a physical layer, but I, I'm not sure if I'm being clear about what I mean. But uh. No, I, I, I think I understand. But it's um, it's funny that you were saying, uh, you were talking about um, figurative elements, like, didn't you were saying that, you? Just, yeah, with just the, a few minutes. The, uh, because my question, one. yeah. Because yeah, my painting uh, mostly. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, <clears throat> because my uh, another question. I think probably maybe the last. Uh, I think so. Um, that is. I'm asking it now because it, it was bizarre because you were talking about it almost a bit um, by accident. Um, because I was wondering. Would it be, um, yeah, would you be able to switch from abstract work, from abstract painting or um, abstract collages to figurative work um, like um, Gaston did, Philip Gaston did, or um, I read an article earlier on um, that quite um, uh, obviously said that uh, Gerhard Richter, uh, has also been switching from figurative work to abstract work uh, all his painting uh, career, and um, and it's funny that now you're saying, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah. So you almost answered my question, but maybe you'd like to elaborate. Sure, sure. Elaborate. <laughs> um, well, I don't know why this popped in my head, but I thought about how representation can be kind of uh, like sad okay and final you know because it you know maybe more well maybe that's revealing but because <laughs> um, you know it's like more more looking at it, looking in a mirror you know and if it doesn't really look like you but it kind of has the same structure you have like a viewer or even the artist really um, you'd be like wow that's like con confrontational I guess okay um, and you know, you think about when you're when you're in a conversation with someone, you you have eye contact and things like that. Whereas you can get around, I think, an abstract painting a little bit more if it's advancing too much, you know. And uh, I, I think the figurative side might be a little more poetic for me because I can kind of introduce some some like a border around, say, what might what might be a head or thought of as being like a circular form. Uh, to create a little bit more mystery and, and like a breath, but then in the central, if there's a central figure of some kind, like recognizable, even if it breaks up a bit. Um, but yeah, I'm, not, I'm sorry. In painting, but if you, I mean, in your, you've been painting for a long time as well. You've never really done that in painting before, have you? I don't think so. I mean, I. It, I think the fact that there might be some representation coming out, it's making me think about color a little bit more and like actually rendering form yeah. rather than say like a, like picture planes. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> I'm creating imaginary friends in a way. Say that again. 
I'm creating imaginary friends on my ah. canvas. Right <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if the painting's like that, but um, they they're yet to be born or created. So um, yeah, yeah. But I'm 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 quite curious um, how those paintings will look like because. Um, I can un understand why you'd want to do that, um, but whenever I try to um, become a bit more figurative, it only works like once or twice, and then yeah. I get annoyed or bored. Um, but maybe I, I, maybe it's because I, I give up too quickly. But um, but I'm quite. Uh, I can't wait for you to start. Um, adding uh, figurative or representational. It's a horrible word, isn't it? <laughs> to say or just in general? <laughs> no, to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like when my earlier set of questions at the beginning of the podcast, like say, what, 2011, 12, like I said, now, do you ever work with sketches or preliminary work in the process? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, why would I make someone say preliminary? That's so hard. <laughs> but anyway, so I chucked that one. <laughs> yeah, but um, interesting. So um, it's good to have new challenges, isn't it? Challenges, isn't it? It, it feels it's worrying, but it also feels good because um, it it um, it's very motivating. I think. Yeah, you set up a new structure that, you know, of course, is, can be open-ended, but there's like a different concern of, well, where did this image come from? Was it buried or was it external, that like an external sort of like experience? And, or is it in, yeah. uh, if you want to say the psyche or, or uh, you know, I, I, I think that, I think it's interesting and it can be like scary because of this idea of like identity and like who I am and, you know, because it's just still growing and still feeling like very young in some ways and um, like just trying to like bridge the gap between the way that you live and the way that you paint and, and, and the experience of like say even talking with someone to be to listen and to know when to say something or um, get to know a person or allow room for growth and um, so maybe that's why there's portraits that might, I mean, it's probably a stretch me calling them portraits, but uh, to to see them that way and incorporate what what your life is doing in a painting, which is might be the, the goal of, you know, the goal of interest, like for, maybe not for everyone, but I think for me, it's starting to become apparent, even if they don't get pushed that way, you know, there's a hint of it, I think, in there. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've gotten more social lately, so that might be part of it. Which you know, you you have someone to bounce off ideas with, or that you may not be used to. True. So then you're like, oh, I made a record of you know that experience of that person, or that sort of imagined, ex you know, whatever you took away from that experience, which might be just a moment, but. And then, it, yeah, it can be sad, but it can be beautiful, too, and probably both, um, because, you know, 
Aren't we all beautiful and sad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the one. I'm just beautiful. Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> It, but um, it's quite um, exciting to think that things might, you know, that your work might change and then f maybe just for forever or maybe for like a certain period of time or maybe just for one day. I think that's quite, um, it's like adventurous, isn't it? It's like an adventure. This is what painting is about too, is, uh, is, is sometimes it's an adventure. It's not something to, to be so demanding or impatient with because, you know, like, let's say the paintings I made from last year, up, so to speak, till now, um, then you see some of them pop out and then they start to talk to each other a little bit more, whereas a painting that came between two of them may not, like, belong. But that may be, you know, you find you find a home for it like a year later. And that's, that's interesting and cool. And it kind of helps me to breathe a little easier, you know, because I'm just striving to to make work that speaks to one another, speak to each other. Yeah. And, you know, and that, maybe that's influences being bombarded with influences or, but you I think you always come back to yourself in some way. Yeah, true. Just might take time. It was very philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's because I spent so much time alone. <laughs> no, it's because you're a poet. Oh. I, speaking of poetry, I wish I could write about something. Well, I do uh, occasionally, but and not, I don't write so much anymore. And I think uh, it'd be nice to be able to get away from like love love poems or things that sort of re revolve around like whether it's romance or whatever. I hate that word, you know, in certain contexts. But um, I find uh, this band Matt Pond PA. They came out with this album. Uh, then wait, I can't think of it. Oh, the Green Fury, and I'm not sure where that name comes from, but it might be from, like a take on a uh, a certain book that he read, I think, but just tweaked it a bit for him and uh, for the album, and but you know the way that he wrote in that album, it's just you know about nature, and it's very like there's a lot of color in the words, and um, if it's if there's any love songs in that album, they're they're certainly disguised just right, and uh, but anyway, that you know just talking about writing, I think I. I would like to be able to do that, like pull nature in more than I do, say, a person into a poem, you know. But, yeah. But so, that, you can't really force it, can you? I mean, that that's, no, sometimes no. that's a good thing is, is when you um, when you listen to yourself or when you listen to what's happening, the way you feel and um, what's going on in your head, and you suddenly realize that some things cannot be, you can't push them too hard. And... Uh, they might happen and they might never happen or they might happen a lot later. But um, I, I quite like that. Recently, I, I, tr I started to trust myself a bit more, um, thinking, well, if it doesn't happen now, uh, well, maybe that's not the right moment, you know? Yeah. Not get upset about it or uptight or anxious, um, but just let things happen the way they want to happen well sometimes you can't but um do you know what i mean yeah i i think working is like important uh, no matter what it is whether you're writing or painting and i feel like with with writing it there's so much life that happens in between and they're sparked for me directly from life and like whereas painting it seems a little bit more a, a different way to like 
organize your time and work, like to to work on it. And with painting, it's like, it's not. I'm sorry, uh, writing. It's wow. I don't know. I mean, it, it for me, it comes from life a little bit more, um, and that you need you need life for that for writing to me. And I think with painting, you kind of need yourself, um, regardless of like what influences it. Because right. you can be a magician a little bit more, and you know, if, especially if you're writing about people, um, there's a lot of control that you lose. More so, I think, than in painting, where you can be a little bit more of control. But, and again, once I start talking about trying to separate those two, whether similar to like separating collage and painting, it can be difficult. Since we're kind of talking about writing, I have some words that popped into my head thinking about your work, the newer work. Okay. Okay. So. I have cloak. Cloak, as in cloak? Yeah. Okay. Um, erosion. Yeah. And mark. That's kind of obvious, but... <laughs> uh, craft, which I thought... I like that for it. Yeah. Um, um, paint behavior. Yeah. Do you mean paint behavior, um, the way that paint... Obviously, <laughs> the way that paint behaves. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> now, I, <laughs> now I get it. Okay. No, I like that. Paint behavior. Yeah, and it, it, I pulled it from, a, from one of the questions. I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, well, I'll finish. And there was another one where, where I thought of direct friendship. And which that kind of relates to paint behavior, but you know, with with you know those two, those four words kind of stick together. Mm. You know, and I thought about like some of your older work and talking about there's like a physical. No, I'm sorry, the new work has like a physical space, whereas some of the older work incorporated some of that, but there was more of an illusion, illusionistic space. That's hard to say. I don't know if that makes any sense. Or, you mean like, in the older uh, works? Yeah, the older work there was oh. like more illusion. Whereas, you know, the, the new ones, they actually would collect light rather than simulating it. Yes. True. It's, I think it's a lot down to the oil paint. Yeah. Because I was always trying to um, create uh, more texture, but the acrylic paint um, wouldn't really let me. So I had to find lots of ways to um, create more volume or to create more, yeah, texture, um and uh, and so I was always trying to to imitate oil paint, I suppose, even though I had never worked with oil paint ever before. But I wanted to have more um, volume, more um, yeah, texture. What how, what other words are there for texture? Um, body or yeah, body. Um, so, um, and then eventually working with acrylics, it came to a dead end. And once I started to understand oil paint a bit better, because that took forever as well, um, I realized that that's what I, uh, what I was looking for. It could have yeah. been so much easier, you know, but I, I, I really, I was so scared of oil paint because I thought it was complicated and smelly and, you know, cleaning the brushes and handling it. And it's all true, but then, you know, um, I just don't clean my brushes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. And um, and um, 
and it's difficult to 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 work with oil paint. Uh, it's quite tricky, but um, if you want to work with texture, then that's the right um, the right stuff. Yeah, if I re remember correctly, there's still one question you need to ask me. Oh really? Oh really? Yes. Oh really? <laughs> Because I don't want to answer it. Wait, did I? I think we might have kind of answered that, but in some way. No. Uh, this, no. I think it's... <laughs> I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> All right. Which deceased painter would you like to have had the chance to speak with? Here it is. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> so, um... It's really hard to uh, answer because I want to give lots of answers. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to limit myself and just say one name. Um, and it is, um, it is Agnes Martin. Nice. I was, that was one of my, one of mine, but anyway, go ahead. Really? <laughs> Seriously? Oh, totally. Like, yeah. I've, I had a long list and there's lots of, uh, painters um, that are not alive anymore that I'd like to meet but um, her um, it's very peculiar because last I think it was last year uh, or the year before that I can't remember uh, I saw a show uh, of her work and of course I, 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 I've seen work beforehand but not it was a big show a big retrospective Lots of drawings, smaller work, bigger works, loads, and even this film. Um, and I, I didn't really know if I liked her work this much um, because everybody loves Agnes Martin. I mean, not everybody, but you know, yeah. people that um, I uh, appreciate, artists that I appreciate, they all really um, respect her and they say that she's been a great influence on. Them their work and uh, so on and so on so um, I went to this show thinking oh I'm not going I'm not going to particularly like that and uh, it's probably nice but boring and uh, I don't know I didn't know what to expect um, but I was more in a negative attitude than in a positive attitude or in a neutral attitude and um, I was blown away it was incredible yeah. Um, and I saw that film uh, about her as well, this documentary, and I was so intrigued. And she scares me, um, or she's, you know, she, it's, she, yeah, she scares me. Her, her personality and the way that she's so quiet and so calm, and so is her work. I, I find that incredible. And and her work is just one. Um, it's. Yeah so powerful and and so i'm thinking it, it would have been incredible to meet her to feel her presence you know um yeah. I, I mean maybe she was just um, like everybody else maybe she was a nice lady or maybe it depends on the circumstances but um but i really have I would have loved to just sit there for an hour with her and just look at her, just just sit with her, maybe even not talking, you know? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I 
was <laughs> that was really long. <laughs> so now, now you have to tell me. Now you have to tell me who who is your choice. Uh, I struggled with this one because um, I don't know that I dig d deep enough or dug deep enough. Uh, I've already mentioned some artists, I think, but they're not deceased, so <laughs> it doesn't fit the question. <laughs> you said Agnes Martin, so I can't go there. Um, <laughs> you can. <laughs> I can? Uh, okay, that might be easier for me to talk about. Uh, but I find that like with like her being so productive and prolific and have so much to say without without any kind of prompt, you know? Uh, yeah. The question or what have you, I feel like it's a wonder she got anything done because it, 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 she she seems like you know a very natural person and it doesn't it's not it comes with a lot of ease and I think she just for her to speak about her insides you know and you know it's funny because what I've seen which may have been actually parts of that documentary that you're talking about it's a wonder there's any hard edge in her paintings at all um, but I think maybe the softness of the color really balances that out which i guess is almost like one of the themes for the for you and i talking today with balance and like subtlety and duality i guess is one way yeah i like to think about it well yeah like she i think you had said something like not so much about how she's almost like like a, a, like a regular person but she that that should be the definition of regular like her yeah you know if 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 you anyone can possess a little bit of that. That's pretty cool. Yes. Any more secret questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's good to, um, I was really pleased um, that um, you were up for this um, second interview because I thought lots of things have changed, you know, um, and yeah. even it's a, it's a long time, four years is a long time. And, um, and I was really keen um, to ask about the collages and, uh, and all the other things we said that uh, weren't really necessarily included in the questions, but they just came, they popped up. Yeah. And uh, I think it's fantastic because we're still there, you know, we're still both trying to paint or create and um, it hasn't gotten any easier but on the other hand it feels like on with it still feels like we're on a different level now don't you think yeah i think even like if it's the right way to say it like unbeknownst to us unbeknownst is that how you say it anyway to ourselves we've you know grown anyway yeah and without you know as long as you work you're going to grow sure um, and you know looking back is kind of interesting how fast it goes but like I guess when you're living it sometimes it, you think of four years oh god it's so long you know <laughs> how fast it, how fast it's gone and then the, I think the the more you do it's like wow I, the more I have yet to do and you know need to get to work again you know mm -hmm. um, but it's good to stop and revisit things and uh, just look around you know for a bit <laughs> and make a record of it Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
This has been Oddcast. I'm your host, Philip J. Mellon. Thanks for listening, and keep the dialogue going. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you this. Define abstract art. Oh, come on. Okay, here's a better one. What does this painting mean? I'm getting nowhere with this. Forget it. Hotcast Home is A-H-T-C-A-S-T dot com. Thanks again.